everybody, thanks for listening to Walleye Talk. We did one more episode on the water, uh, where Will and I did. We got out once more before baby Newer came here. Uh, Will and Carissa gave birth to a healthy and happy baby girl, Natalie Pearl. Uh, thanks for your support. Uh, we got one more live episode, Will and I catching walleyes out on a Longville lake. Enjoy. Are you on? I'm not hooked up yet. I'm just hearing what yours is. Am I? Yours is on. Okay, Dan. This is. I don't want to give this fish any more time. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and set the hook. I better. I didn't even check my drag. This is a rod you haven't even caught a fish on yet. I know it. And I'm rigging the biggest minnow I could. I'm on. Oh, that's Ooh, super gatory. <laughs> This is a super, super, super big minnow, and I think I have a northern pike. Gator talk with Will Nerd. Well, we'll see. He's got some good heft to him, Dan. Are you going to catch a muskie or what? What do you want from me here, bud? Um, I might need a net. You need a net? I've got, I've got leader. Oh, it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Gator, anyone? No. Beautiful walleye. Beautiful, beautiful Longville area lake walleye. Thank okay. you, Dan. Yep. We are, uh, oh my god, we are disorganized, is what we are. Well, we were, I started fishing. Yeah, started you. fishing too soon. Yeah, just like you were just saying that, like, you uh, made a mistake earlier and you lost, you, like, cost us a spot because you were selfish and wanted to just fish. You're just antsy. Did you get that fish back in the water? No, I lost my microphone, and now we're going in circles. Will you drive the boat? Please. Get a boat. 18 <sighs> seconds of uninterrupted non-captain work, and here I am. Choke that That's middle That's a nice off. fish, though, eh? Dan, first thing he says, uh, uh, I don't think... That minnow is going to catch anything. It's too big. No, I said I didn't get one from the uh, from the bait shop that, w that had like two inches on that one. Oh, that would have been perfect. <laughs> Why didn't you get that one, Dan? Dude, it's for sure a big minnow thing. The bigger, the better. Beautiful 21-inch wide. Bye-bye. So uh, things changed a little bit. We, Will did not have a baby. So we're doing another episode on the water, separate from the longest episode ever. <laughs> that one will be reserved for the, uh, whenever Baby Nur makes an appearance. Do you have a bite, Dan? No, I have a nervous minnow. Ooh, ooh. Nervous minnow. So this is While I Talk, I'm Dan. I'm Will. And we'll do another on the water episode one week ahead of the last time we spoke with you. Yeah, so the idea behind this was, uh, well, for sure, well, I think for certain next week is going to be the week that we don't have a super up-to-date episode as far as full content go. Oh, God, I found another big one. Dibs. <laughs> um, so we, well, we wanted to make sure that while we could, we were still current. Um, so that was the idea behind this, and we had a couple hours. So you know what, we might as well fish. Um, so we're on a Longville area lake, fishing big minnows for walleyes. 
and so far so good. So far so good. You were we were you were in the water for thirty seconds. Yeah. I told you this spot had fish on it. A dude. couple of fish on there. <laughs> That's what he did. <laughs> I'm gonna fade us back over that. Okay. Um, and while I fade us back over that, we're going to hear a word from Portadoc. Having fun in the sun on the lake all day long. Porta-doc.com. Porta-doc.com. Find your local Portadoc dealer today. Porta-doc.com. Rolling. Dan, I know you fished this morning. How'd you get them? What'd you do? How'd you get them? Uh, I pulled spinners to get them today. Did you? Yep. Golden spinners. Were you Those using catch spinners? Were you doing the um, uh, fathead thing that you were doing before? Nope, pulling leeches primarily. Really? Leeches and crawlers seem to be like about a coin flip, and the leeches are a little bit more perch resilient. Oh yeah. And uh, I'm liking the, the like the medium sized leeches on a spinner more than the big ones. Well, I wonder what makes why is that easier for them to get in their yapper? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I think that's a pretty common, com well-accepted thing from, wasn't my idea, I should just say. Lots of guys run medium spinners on, on their spinner, or medium leeches. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, did a little bit of walleye fishing. I got to go walleye fishing by myself last night. You and all your friends. Super pleasant. <laughs> Sonny was there. Yeah, I'm sure he was. And then can't uh, get away from you. Uh, last night I got quite a few on a jig grab. I thought I had a 30 incher, dude. I thought for sure I had a 30 incher. No way. But I had a 24 incher, pegged on the cheek. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was uh, extra feisty. Not super feisty. Just so it made me think like I for sure have. I don't have this fish foul hooked. You know, I could feel it making runs and stuff. And but, good head shakes. Yep. But it had a little bit more uh, pull to it than when they're hooked in the mouth. So that's about all I know since last time. We've only had, what, four or five days since right. we were out here last? There's another fish down there. And, uh, yeah. How fast do you like to pull these creakers? I'd say, like you said last episode, 0.3 to 0.5. Um, there's a little bit of, like, commuting that happens whenever you're fishing a spot you know where you know like maybe you're 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 moving a little faster because either the screen's empty or you know where they're at and you're a little past them you had to yep. reposition so then i'll go a little faster i remember a guy talking during a post tournament interview on cast lake that fall one yep and he was pulling them like one 1.1 what in deep water behind i assume a huge, huge bottom wade. bouncer and uh they're they're hardy man i don't think you'd kill them Probably not, but how do you get... So if you're pulling a big creek chub, well, he probably wasn't pulling big ones, huh? Don't know. Why do you say that? Well, because if you're pulling a big one and you're pulling that 1.1 1 .1 and you're using a huge weight, it's probably not a probably not a sliding weight. Well, you could do a huge sliding weight. You could. The, those rock runners go up to two, two ounces. Two ounces, yeah. I don't know, Dan. You're just playing devil, devil's advocate here. Well, yeah, I don't know much about the story, but, yeah, I like to move nice and slow. Anyway, how was your week? You uh, were out fishing a couple times for, I went for a fishing, guy about ready to have a baby. Musky fishing yesterday, 
and we made it about an hour. Fish this big, huge bar, right? Fish it just this big, huge bar. And at the end of this bar on the very outside, close to deep water, I look down at my side imaging and there's like a hundred walleyes. <laughs> but luckily, I had like a dozen night crawlers. <laughs> so I started pulling night crawlers and we caught like nine walleyes in 45 minutes. Nice. And then I ran out of night crawlers. <laughs> so went back musky, musky fishing, fishing was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, we never even seen a fish. It was ridiculous. Ooh, that's. That's a pretty good day to be musky fishing too. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I should have been there when the when the clouds were out or something. When when I was there, it was sunny. It was real sunny and warm, and sweat your nards off. I'm gonna wind in and turn us around. You could probably stay in if you'd like. Okay. Um, I should say I caught quite a few fish this week uh, with a 16th ounce jig and a half a night crawler, and. That, uh, whoops, Sundan calls it wiggle worming. So we were fishing 12 to 16 feet of water and mostly pitching them, sometimes, sometimes drifting them, but mostly pitching them and not almost similar to what we do with the crappies where you're not super concerned about uh, being right on bottom. Bottom contact? Yep. You're just sort of erring on the side of having lots of line out, you know? Right. Or moving real slowly if you're pitching them. And Sorry, Dan. That was working, that was working really good. I was sort and of That's surprised. a really uh, easy approach for everyone to get some action. Yep. Um, pretty user-friendly. Dude, he's pretty squirrely. I bonked this one on the cleat when I put him in and thought maybe I was, <laughs> it cost myself a dollar. <laughs> um, but that, while we were doing that, right at the end of the night, um, a the the woman I was with, she was from Texas, from West Texas. She caught a about a thirty-eight inch muskie on a sixteen ounce <laughs> no jig and a night crawler. Yeah. You, so you always end up catching muskies on these sixteen. That is jigs. my go-to muskie bait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised more people haven't caught on to it yet. It was so great too. There was a nice ranger like. 60 yards away from us throwing bucktails. <laughs> and like, oops, we, we all lost it, you know, when we. When Whoa! Yeah, it worked Doesn't out real great. Worked out real great. So I wouldn't overlook that. Uh, the problem with that is the, the perch. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, but you can. Oh, there's a real nice mark, Dan. Look at that big son of a gun. Dibs, dibs. You can't just stop the back of the boat. Give me, give me four yards. All right, fine. I got a seven-foot rod for a reason. I'll get it back here. Easy. Which side's your deucer on? Um, you don't even bottom. know. You don't even top know which bottom. side. The mega deucer's on this side. The sonar deucer's on no, on this side. You get your lefts and rights confused, don't you? I do. I have a hard time with it. Cause like when you, if you put a mark and you're going backwards on your on your mega or on your side image. It goes to the Wrong opposite side. side. Wrong side. Stupid. It gets me Stupid every problem. time. Yep. I'm going way too fast. Because somebody said, give me four yards. Give me four yards. Um, yeah, they should get that fixed. Don't they know guys back troll? Well, real men do. 
We gotta take it easy, man. We gotta what? take it easy on the. Is Carl getting all upset again? Well, no. I just assume a lot of our listeners are wheelboat guys. Oh. I mean, are they really? No. No. Okay. All right. You're right. <laughs> oh god. Mm. Surprised those ones didn't bite. Maybe I went too fast over them. I probably oh, could have done. I should probably jig wrap, huh? I was trying to not do that. You go ahead. I want to do this. This no, is what I want to do. You can do um, it. So our topic that we're supposed to be talking about is what makes a good co-pilot in a boat. So this is not a little separate from the guide world, but just like when you're fishing with your, with your bros. Um, and think about like when you're on a road trip with, your, with a buddy, there are things, good, good co-pilots and bad co-pilots. For sure. So what would you say are some good co-pilot habits in a boat um one of the biggest things is uh lending a, lending a hand when without being asked right so like to launch the boat just either offer to you know here I'll, I'll back you in or you know just jump in and assume you're gonna back them in or you know be the guy grabbing the grabbing the rope and unhooking the the mouth or the the trailer strap yep that's a that's a really Really nice thing to do, especially for a guy who's used to doing it alone. Right. Yeah, it's sort of a, it's like a guilty pleasure to have a, a dude help you with that. Holmgren and I, we could win, for sure, we could win a boat launching, loading competition. We have a, a huge advantage on other people, which is that we don't have to adjust the truck seat because we're at the exact same height. <laughs> <laughs> I did have him in my old in my Ranger. I had him do the boat one time. Got a pike on side image. I think that is well. It's a big fish. Look at how high it is. I'm down. I had him uh, him do the boat part with my Ranger one time, and he's he, you know he doesn't doesn't own a tiller, hasn't ever owned a tiller, and it was at Pikedale, and so I parked the truck and walked back, and he was just like. <laughs> hovering in the in the middle of the harbor had not pulled up to a dock and i was like you can any one of these is good and he was like i just felt safe here i didn't want (laughs) (laughs) um i think that uh it's a lot of like reading reading the reading the the captain too you know so like it never hurts to ask, you know, what, what you need some help with. But, like, I, I appreciate, if I step away from my vantage for any reason, that's, like, open game for somebody else to be in there, you know? And usually they're, the guys I fish with pretty regularly are, like, you're pretty quick to, to step back there. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason I'm away from it, you'll step back and, and grab it. Which, that is, like, a, while we talk about how great the the back trolling thing is the one downside to advantage is you can really lose your right you have to start from scratch then yep and there's it can get you in some awkward spots even if you're fighting a fish you know with like there's a prop spinning back there that prop can be turning towards towards where you've got your line you know it's not real great to have to leave that spot for any extended period of time that's about you just you can't multitask. You're you're a better 
podcaster when you're not the captain. I'll tell you that much. Am I? Yeah. You can't. Well, you're not talking. I, well, I was listening this is like to you. The first time you're, you've ever not talked. Um, fish down there, dude. Did you get them? No. I find that I get real competitive, and I really just want to beat you. No. Uh, one other thing that you know helps is when a guy is not afraid to jump on the net. You know, it, let's say there's three people in the boat, and I, let's say I'm the one driving. The, dude, that might be a muskie. Did our walleyes disappear? Or are you still there, seeing? I'm them? not seeing very many fish at all. That easy could be a muskie. That thing's huge. Look at that. Look at how big that stupid thing is. Wow. Dude, that's a muskie. Unless you tell me it's not. I don't know what that is. It's a big gator. Look at that thing. Do you think it's a rock? It might be a rock. Don't dude. tell me it's a rock. Look at the <laughs> mouth. There's a mouth. Come up. That's a fin. I'm like on top of the thing. That's why there's not a good shadow. Okay. Don't okay me. Now I got. I'm getting out of the way. Oh, don't die, Dan. Not yet. I have to beat you in a duel first. <laughs> On rights to property. Um. I like a. Um, I wouldn't. It's funny because a lot of these things are almost the opposite of what we said when we were asking for. Uh, Docking assistance. Or like what to do if you're on a guide trip. But um, like when we're making a run. Like, if we're making a run, uh, often the, the co-pilots, the guys I fish tournaments with, will take some time to do, like, a little policing of the boat, you know? Like, as long as it's not, like, really rocking, they'll try to get things a little... Ready for the next step. Ready for the next step, yep, while you're... And that's just, like, good time management, especially in a tournament setting, you know? Um, and I feel like those guys do a lot of that. Even when we're fishing, they'll do, like, little little chores around the boat to keep things cleaned up. And that, I like that. That helps. Beverages of choice. Anytime the captain needs a beverage, you click on. You know, that. sometimes you you know you're a really good captain if you bring your co-pilot dinner. Oh. <laughs> Will brought me two brats. That did sort of save me because uh, otherwise I eat. Were real, you just gonna go without really dinner? I was gonna eat after after fishing. Eat before bed. You're a wild man. You know you're not supposed to eat before dinner before you go to bed. I'm going to tell Graham that he has to eat, or he has to swim within 15 minutes of each meal. Just to make be, him stronger than the rest of the human yep. population? We're going to get rid of that, whatever that problem is that we have, <laughs> starting with my, my child. I believe it stems from the medubla amblongata. <laughs> Surprised you didn't know that, Mr. Science Man. Man, I thought this would be a better topic. I thought you'd have, you'd have some good stuff. You think I'm a good co-pilot? Look at all those fish now. Directly to our right, left, left or right. I'm going backwards. No, so don't get that wrong. Your <sighs> waypoint, your waypoint will be opposite, but your fish are still marking. Like if, okay, if you're left, you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's very difficult when I'm when I'm fishing off the wrong side of the boat, right? So generally, you want to fish forward. Your idea is you're going to fish forward. You're going to fish off the left side of the boat. Well, now I'm fishing off the right side of the boat, still facing the same direction. Right. 
messes me up every time. And you're time. just doing that to avoid uh getting tangled. You don't with don't, me? Well, with the trolling motor. Oh yeah. I don't care about you. My minnow will win. I picked a champion. I think if we don't pick one up here, Dan, we're gonna have to... How many are you seeing? Uh, I, th you... I think I saw, no. Are you I'm not seeing any on like side or down, I, or on down or so down. I saw a few on side. We should probably just drag a nightcrawler over them before we leave. Or okay. is that not what you want to no, do? No, that's totally fine. I've got a George Wells pink hook. Got a bite? No. So why do you think we should drag a nightcrawler over them? Because they like to eat nightcrawlers. Good point. <laughs> I mean, if you were guiding that, you'd for sure do that. For sure I would. I probably wouldn't, probably wouldn't have two people dragging minnows to start. <laughs> Ooh. See something. There's something. Got one. I got a bite. I'm going to, Dan, I'm just going to kind of stop the boat here. Okay. This would be a fairly good opportunity for you to uh, maybe pitch a jig and wrap or something. Because I got another two-minute minnow. You know, because the bigger the minnow, the better out here. <laughs> I've never been let down by a six-incher. <laughs> there could be a couple fish right there. I have noticed, though, like, the, the look of your side. Do you have a Gen 2 or a Gen 3 Helix 12? Gen 2. Yep. I don't know what you've done differently to yours, but your, your imaging looks different than mine does. Sure. Yeah, I think that that's going to be true often. And I mess with my settings a little bit, but not a ton. What a beautiful night, man, huh? Yeah, humidity's knocked down. It was humid this morning. It was. Is that what this podcast is now? First we talk about baseball, now we talk about the weather? We'll edit some of this out. Welcome to... Weather talk. I always, I always, when people start really talking about the weather, that's the sign that fishing's slow, you know. Well, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> yeah. Well, what a gorgeous day to be out here. Better than a day of work. Do you think I'm probably pretty close here? Yeah, I, I think there's some downsides to the two-minute rule. Well, it probably. But if now it's you're a gonna fish, blame me if you miss no, it. No, if it's a fish, I actually want to catch. If it's a big one, it'll have it. You know. Yeah. If it's just a little shaver, I'm gonna miss it after 30 minutes. Going for it. There he is. Oh, it's a good one. That's a real nice one, Dan. Oh boy. I don't think it's a 10 pounder, but. You got here in a hurry, a, huh? I think it's a five pounder. 
Oh God, it's a little gator. <laughs> oh, how embarrassing. Got him. Yeah. I'll get him. Oh, he's so snaky. I got him, thank you, Dan. I hope you didn't hurt my creek chub. <laughs> he can't handle this kind of abuse. He's large, but he's very sensitive. Oh, Dan. All right, should we give him one more pass? One more, one more up. Are you gonna put a night crawler on? Uh, yeah. Okay. There was nothing about the, the fish before that where we started the episode mm -hmm. felt more pikey than that pike. I guess other than he came up right away. You're right there. You ever catch them in the mud out here? The walleyes? Yeah. Not there. No, but I, they definitely spend a lot of time in the mud. But you just can't get after them? That or I don't, I just don't look at where they are when they're in the mud. These fish are all, like these, this school in particular is all like muddy belly. Yeah. You know? But you catch them in firm water, or for bottom. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to do like a 30 second one. That's how I'm going to start characterizing creek chubs. Like, okay, this is a 30-second minnow. Grab me a grab me a 90-second minnow. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> when it's all on the line, I want a two-minute minnow. <laughs> I was thinking that, uh, oh, what was it? Uh-oh. What did you, why did you do that? Oh, he's just, he just feisty kicking. or is he not? He's just maybe mad. Oh, he's mad. <laughs> I would not want to get in that minnow's way. Oh, I was watching a video of Corey Springle. Oh, he just, uh, it was just him pulling the fish out of his live well. He just won a, I can't remember where it was, a Tonto or something. Okay. Uh, Corey Springle then? Yeah, he won the first uh, NWP. Yep. Um, they'd, they'd had a bunch of canceled tournaments earlier in the year, and he was just pulling eight pounder after eight pounder out of his bag. That poor guy. <laughs> and it made me think, like, walleye fishing is a little bit like, um, tre treasure hunting. And, like, every walleye is, like, gold, a gold coin, right? Yep. <laughs> and that guy is just good at finding, like, gold bricks. <laughs> Bricks, not you can, coins. You can find five bricks. Right. In the all the aim tournaments, you need you need gold bricks. And then the Leech Lake tournament, you need uh, four, four real good coins and two good bricks. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going over a couple here, Dan. Okay. There's two here anyway, and then there's some to our left. That's a fish to our left, right? Yeah. Might be two of them. There's a fish, maybe a fish underneath us. Could be my, could be my creek chub, really. I started kind of going backwards. I started recognizing that I can, you can check the depth of your bobber, well not check it, but you can see the depth of your bobber rigs when they float by your imaging. You ever see a fish near them? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Really? Yeah, for That's sure. super cool. All right, 
co-pilot segment is over, unless you have something to add. I think... So, unless... So, like, so, okay. Let's just say I'm co-piloting with you. I take what you say extremely seriously. Okay. So, if you say, hey, I, ha I think I have an idea, we're 99.98% of the time going to go do your idea. Now, it is the co-pilot's job to realize if their opinion is worth doing or if it is just not worth saying, right? Sure. Yeah, I see so, where you're going. Um, almost like the co-pilot filter. Yeah. And I don't know how to differentiate that other than fish with somebody more. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah, like Holmgren is the guy I've fished the most tournaments with. And, uh, like, I I think he, he's usually, like, pretty supportive. And then uh, when he does weigh in, that, that, that like, like, if he's got an idea, I, I, I take note the fact that Matt is now voicing an idea. Because I think he probably sits on, like you're saying, a bunch of, like, maybe mediocre ideas and just goes with with the program but then when he does bring something up it's like okay this is for some, a good reason yeah that's just more like tournament partner stuff than i like a little comedic relief from the uh from the passenger not me Oh, it's you, stone cold. No, you're well. You're the comedic relief for the whole boat. You just don't like anybody stealing your thunder. Is what. what doesn't it matter is. where you're sitting in the boat. You want to be the funny guy. Get out of my boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna laugh at that joke later. But right now, you need to get out of my boat. Right now. Also, I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> Did you, like, make a conscious effort in the past six months to be, like, a joke guy? No, it just happened. Mm. You want to know the God's honest truth? My sister will test this. So I, I became friends with my great aunt, Bernie. Okay? And I don't know where she's getting these jokes, but I cannot keep up with her. <laughs> there are some dynamite <laughs> jokes coming out of Bernie Schmitz. <laughs> Bernie Schmitz. Oh, yeah. Ber great aunt Bernie is on fire right now. Don't even try. Don't even try. Great Aunt Bernie's got you. Did you clean this boat recently? No. Just like the guy you bought it from cleaned it? He put like 19 coats of wax on there. Mm -hmm. I did spray it when it was real wavy. I got, I just bought, this was a, Lee was using this stuff called hot sauce. Ooh. You can get it at Fleet Farm. Okay. It's a, like a, a boat cleaner. Soup. I like it a whole bunch. Works real well. Smells kind of good, the, too. Like the, you know how dirt roads have the uh, calcium chloride? Yeah. Yep. It, it cleans up. It Like, I used to use, like, a wax that was in a bottle, not like a yeah, spray like bottle. Yeah, wax. Yep. Put it, it would take me. It would take me 45 minutes to clean my boat, and this stuff probably takes me 15 minutes. Really? Yep. You just scrub it on and spray it off? Uh, no, it's a spray bottle. So you okay. spray it and wipe it with the cloth. Interesting. And then if you want to, you can take a dry cloth behind it. 
Works real well. I get kind of excited about cleaning my boat now. Real satisfying. Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do something else after this. Okay. Are there any fish around? No. No? This place sucks. What would George say? Spot sucks. Spot sucks. All, there's, all there is is one walleye and a bunch of gators. Well, let's uh, take a break then. Okay. Walleye Talk is brought to you in part by Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. We've said it before, Full Stringer's got a great lineup of apparel. Stop in, check out some of their custom shirts and sweatshirts. Great art on that stuff. You can rep your local bait shop. Check out Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. There's fish out here, just not very far. I'm just going to try and bait us over there. I can do that. You can do that, you think? I can do that relatively easily. I'm going to fade this. Oh, God. Oh. What'd you do? <laughs> the goop got me. There they are. They're directly, they're what, 20 feet that way. I'm going to get one real quick. You will. You're going to have to flip it. You better hit that space bar, bro. That's going. I thought you said we weren't recording. I, after I said that, I made us record. After, oh, there's a beautiful mark. Beautiful. Oh. 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 <laughs> Come on, mama. That's a big sucker, too. That is no 20-inch gator. This is a real wobbly place to be standing right yeah, now. Yeah, well, you put the angle right on the, right the, on the where the seat goes. <laughs> I've never fallen out. Ever? Once? Never. Really? <laughs> Fell off a dock or two, but... <laughs> Voluntarily swam to a boat. <laughs> I, fell, I fell in a couple times. Musky fishing. One thing I really enjoy about... Like we were talking about good co-pilot habits. Like when I'm fishing with you or my any of my buddies, like this is not generally an acceptable thing to be like casting right over the tip of your rod, you know? Yeah. But when you're with your buddies, I think all is fair in love and war, right? It is war. It is nothing but a competition. Um, why didn't that fish bite? Put that beautiful creek chub in front of his nose. There's another fish down there. Um, so my old man, he had this saying that single cross casts are legal, but a double cross cast, that'll get you killed. <laughs> and he's meaning like if you cross two lines? Correct. That was when we used to go, when we used to go bassing. There's a mark down there, Dan. You weren't wrong. There, you were absolutely right. There's, there's a bunch of fish here. We just got to get one to bite. I don't think they want this Johnny Darter. Had this pro football player today, jig wrapping. Just snapping. <laughs> just snapping him. Was he, uh, was he very good at that part? Yeah, they were both real good at it. They weren't biting them very well. We got a couple little guys on jig wraps, but that was about it. 
Do you catch most of your little ones on the bottom hook? Yes, I would say that's accurate. But you'll catch more of your bigger ones in the back hook? Uh, the big ones, it's hard to tell even where the big ones were originally. Hooked? Yeah, and half the time they're, by the time they're in the net, they're off. Off, yeah, that's true. I think they just chomp it. You want to hear a scary thing? A scary statistic? Sure. A scary fun fact? We are, yesterday, we were five months away from Christmas. Oh, God. Isn't that scary? Frightening. Why would you even do the math on that? Well, it just happened. I was thinking we're, we're six weeks away from a shallow, uh, shallow jig and minnow bite on Leech Lake, potentially. It all depends how west, how west the winds are. You know, I think, well, I had a, me and George had a good jig bite that first week of September, but it blew 40 miles an hour. Right. You were on woman. <laughs> you had a really good <laughs> For day. For sure too. caught more than you. <laughs> you caught way more than us, but we had a way better time. <laughs> George was all wet. I, well, we were both soaking wet. And then I almost killed him. That was a good time. I'd like to see how many hours George has on his motor. Probably a lot. That's all the guy does. Ooh. There's a bite. So that one, it was kind of strange. It was almost like, well, I, I guess I shouldn't, I shouldn't say, oh, yes, that's certainly a fish. Because I've been way wrong before. I've come <laughs> up with coontail. I've come up, you know, snagged on a rock and stuff. Yeah. But that one, it felt like, so the middle just barely started kicking. And then it was silenced instantly. This is only a 30-second middle. This is the one, this is the bite where you think that it was a, how did you describe it? A kid swinging into a brick wall or Correct. something? Yeah. So he's like in a good <laughs> rhythm. You know, just starting to kick his legs, and all of a sudden, here comes a wall right in front of him. Mm -hmm. We just went over a couple more here. Damn. This is another pike. I'm going to be very upset with myself. These Even. look like walleyes, don't they? Yeah. All right, I'm going to give this a shot. Hopefully, I'm not embarrassed in front of all my friends here. I'd like to get a freaking bite. No, I don't think I have anything. I picked up, oh gosh, oh, there he is, oh. What the heck just happened? Oh, he <laughs> swam under the boat. Maybe he just stayed right where he was. Are you gonna be like right? I'm right here. It's a, oh, I don't know what it is. It's a walleye. nice walleye. Boy, that was strange. That was super weird. That is super strange. That's so it why... swam under, I was going forward at a half, you know, two, point three, point two. And that's why you keep your rod tip position where you can load it up. Also, like, if you were going to slowly drag line up on this fish. Not bad. Chunky. Yep. Muddy on the belly. If you were going to slowly drag line up on that fish, you would have been doing that for two minutes. For sure. I wonder how far below the boat that fish was when you set the hook. Directly under the boat. So I felt the sinker pick up, and then I felt something. I don't... I can't describe. I'm gonna reset us since you're since you're uh, in. Um, but that bit, 
30 feet the other direction. And it swam right under the boat. Well, I actually mean, like, just in the water column, how far down was it? Oh, in comparison, like... To the bottom. I don't know. I had about four cranks into it, and then I could see my sinker. Right. Do you, would you say that once the water warms up like this, that they're more likely to be to not be faithful to the to the bottom of the water column, the bottom quarter of the water column? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna head this way, Dan. So it's gonna be a little. You might be under the boat, so you might have to go up front and come wrap around. Okay. Also, something you can't do with clients, you know. Oh yes. Will you just go around, wrap around the front? No, you gotta. <laughs> Hey, will you please wind in uh, so I can turn the boat? Oh, no, Adaptability. No, no. Well, I want a bite. You should put on the biggest minnow we got in there. That's what they're eating, Dan. Okay. No, they don't like eating the most biggest minnow. That's what you said. That's what you said to me, Dan. You, of course they like the most biggest you sound like man. the like the Batman impersonator. No, that everyone sounds different. You just don't like hearing the sound of your own voice. You sound, that's a, you, nobody you know, likes You know hearing what their I'm talking voice. about? The the guy who does Batman. Uh-uh. Like the, the Batman spoofs. You've definitely seen him, haven't you? Alright. I don't it's think so. Not but. appropriate talk for this, but it's really funny. <laughs> okay. I'll look him up. Funny conversation. So we were at the doctor's office for this baby appointment, right? And my doctor, or my wife's doctor, our doctor, uh, at the end of the at the end of the appointment, was talking about some comedy skit that I needed to watch about how wives are always right or something. Oh, you could be two things. You could either be happy or you could be right. <laughs> and boy, am I really happy. And he's like wrote it down on the back of our, we have to call this sheet when we're, you know, ready to go in. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's definitely true when dealing with a pregnant wife. Yeah, she didn't love that, but she likes the doctor. You know what I'm most disappointed about from my wife? I enjoyed your wife's pregnancy much more. <laughs> um, so your wife had watermelon all the time, yeah. like right? And I, I stinking like watermelon, okay? But I'm too cheap to buy it for myself. Are they? So, yeah, we'd go through like three watermelons a week. It was great. There was always watermelon. Was always watermelon. I'd come over. I'm like, yes, I get to have a couple <laughs> slices of melon. Dude, life is good. My wife, no. Peanut butter is just super hot on peanut butter right now. And you don't even like peanut butter. I hate peanut butter. Well, you can, uh, like my kid really likes uh, watermelon. So you can maybe make it happen that way. Teamwork makes the dream work. Me and little Nate dog. Nate? Well, Natalie is going to definitely be a Nate dog. (laughs) Mark will get that. What do you look at? You can find in a slicker? No, just find in a good creaky. That's a nice mark, Dan. Not as big as the other ones, but nice one. Ooh. I noticed that your, uh, your color scheme is the 
Well, that's just like the standard hummingbird color scheme now. You don't like it? I always put it back to like what it used to be. What it used to be, back in the good old days, Dan. Where the good marks are yellow. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sorry you don't like my grass. No, lots of people, the majority of people like it the way you, you have it. Just stuck in my ways. There's definitely a fish to our left up high off bottom. You see it right here and there's that shadow far away from it. See it right there? And there's oh, yeah. that shadow. That thing's super high off bottom. You wanna see it again? I'll... So I... do you know, is there a way to back these up? Where you can see? Mm, good question. I don't believe so. You can sometimes gain a little by switching to your full screen, you, you know? You certainly can. You get but about twice a ton. Oh, twice a ton. Oh, oh, oh. That was a mistake. I got <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> I really got to put it up now. There we go. We sure messed out, missed out on that. Thing just wants to make shortcuts whenever it wants yeah, to. Yeah, I've had the same same thing. If you're too quick with the buttons. That's what it is. If you're too good at the buttons, it'll shortcut you. Think There's some fish to our immediate left here. It's the unit One, telling two. you to slow down. There's one over a couple. I saw those at the right time. To get over them, you mean? Yeah. Where the wind's gonna drift us back over them. There's one. Not on, but I see one. Sometimes it's half the fun, it's just seeing them, you know? And that's the treasure hunt part of it, dude. You know, like seeing the shipwreck is pretty exciting. <laughs> I wouldn't wanna be diving down there, digging through old guy's pockets, or dead guy's pockets to pull out gold coins, but. There's like four of them down there right under us here. Maybe five. Now, would you ever pull spinners on these fish? Nah. Too small? Too small, I think. You would you would try to play it off like you're going to pull the whole bar, but you're only going to catch them in one spot? Yeah, I don't. I don't think my minnow's big enough. I pull spinners now on spots where I wouldn't pull them before, but I'm not sure if I'm to this level. Or you just pull them to pull them? You know the spot on woman that we both yeah. like? Like, that's my threshold for, like, that's, like, the shortest I can handle. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You pull it on shorter chunks? I'm... You sounded surprised. I thought for sure my threshold would be... Um, yeah, for sure I do. On smaller stuff than that? Doesn't... I got a oh, bite here. damn. Come on, let's get a bite, Wilbur. Let's get a double. I'm, I'm sort of surprised it hadn't happened yet. 
She's really screaming. That is a, that is a speed speed demon. How many second minnow is that? Uh, I'm done with the second thing. It's like when do? it feels right. You just go by when the universe tells you? Yeah. I used to do the counting thing a lot, and then I found myself counting too much. I'd count in the shower when I was washing my hair. I'd count when I was brushing my teeth. Count all the time I was counting. And you don't, you don't even like math. <laughs> Ooh, that sucker swam right under the boat too. Maybe I was fading. No, he swam in front of the boat. Yeah, he was moving a lot. That's a good fish. He's so angry. Don't horse him. Sometimes I horse him. Do you ever horse him? Of course, of course. <laughs> Goodness, I just Look grabbed how, the mic. Look how, water. oh boy. We'll see if this works. <laughs> I'll have to talk into your microphone. Dude, you got a horse. I got the Ranger double extendoed. Sinker. I see it, I got color. Wait, this water is dark. I'm going for it. I ah, got him. <laughs> a nice one. Nice one. There you go, Dan. For sure. There's a 12-foot net for you to deal with. <laughs> Hopefully I didn't screw this microphone up. I dumped it right in the water. I don't think... Let's hope not. That's a nice one. How big is that, Dan? 23. 23 and a half. I'd give it 23 and a quarter. To keep you honest. Now I'm going to measure him. Now I'm going to measure him to make sure... That you're wrong. Why would you do such a thing? Because. Because everything's a competition with you, dude. Oh, it's he's way bigger. Yeah, he's 24 and a half. <laughs> I should have left it at 23. <laughs> nice. That felt real good. Jesus, there's a lot of buttons dude, on this thing. This thing's a double extender. Ranger went all out with this, hey? You see how I reached out and got that one? Yeah. I did it for you. That thing almost fell off in the net. No. It's hooked if, perfectly in the corner it, of the mouth. If it wouldn't have been super hooked, I would have had Just to have grabbed making it. making it about you. Dan catches the biggest walleye so far, and it's Will's great net job. You're welcome. You did the same thing with that, uh, that musky bit the walleye. What? You said, well, you know, I really... I, I knew where it was going to swim. I did know where it was going to swim. And I just swooped it. I did. I That sucker double extended. I had hands in the water. And the sucker swam right into it. But see, now people won't know because you could have just normally netted my walleye. And you were taking credit for doing a great net job on this one. You want me to redact it? I redact my previous statement about Dan's walleye. So you're trying... I double extended it. Well, if we're going to make credit... You know, for what I, what I the accomplishments I've done with the Ranger net, all right. Well, it certainly was that musky. This was no accomplishment. Sure, did I, you know, enable you to catch that walleye? Would you have otherwise caught that walleye? Possibly, maybe. <laughs> Would you? I mean, but the world can never know because the outcome has already happened. Right. But all I'm saying is, your your netting of the musky story loses some weight when you brag about how great of a net job you did on just a normal net job. Because now I'm like, hmm, did he do a great job on the musky net job? Or 
Is he netting crappies and talking about how great he is at netting crappies? You know, crappies? if there's ever been a better crappie netter, <laughs> I'd be shocked. I'd be just, I'd be very surprised. I net them sometimes. When you don't know what they are? No, I net the 14 inchers. Oh, good. Because they, like. You don't want to hurt their face. Well, no, from, for customers. Like a 14 incher, if it's bobbing around, it'll tear off of its, you know, it'll tear its lip a lot if it's bobbing around yep. outside the boat. And a lot of people, 14 incher is a, a biggest crappie of their life, you know. That's a good one. That's a shumbo. It's already almost 9 o'clock, Dan. Yeah, sun's going down. No, I don't want it to be. Hopefully the sound quality's not. I'm worried about the sound quality. There's fish out deeper. Right here. There's fish deeper than right here. I'm gonna just kinda yeah, it's I gonna think be a bit screwy. I think your mic is maybe not working anymore. Hello. Can you hear that? Oh yeah, it's working. I'm not sure if it's as loud as mine. Maybe it is. I put yeah, it right up to my kiss right. here. What were we doing? Uh well, there was some fish out deeper than what we were. They were in like 22, 23, maybe. I shouldn't say that. I don't know how deep they were. They were like 15, 20 foot away. And then I got distracted by this. Now we can get back after it. How is not capping in the boat? I'm enjoying okay? myself. Are you okay with it so far? Yep. How much longer could you handle it? Quite a while. It's nice to just fish. I mean, don't you feel like you deal with a lot of customers who are in that position, who are typically the captain, and they're like, God, it's just nice not to have to worry about stuff. Right. I think that's most of the reason they hire a guide. Yeah, for a lot of guys, I think so. I had a real fun trip with a, a guy and his two sons catching walleyes and some big smallmouth. We had a good time. Is that today? That's it, that's the, that's, the, that's my story. Oh, uh, that was yesterday, yesterday morning. Eat my head off. You got a good minnow there, Dan. It's it's so if you haven't been if you haven't been pulling big minnows very much, like I this is my first or second time pulling big minnows. It's hard to watch the rod and decipher whether that's a bite or not. I do feel like every year you have to kind of relearn it. Right. Maybe that was a bite. Was Otherwise, it? he was just real sporty. But you never forget the bite on your rod. 
What? You like you never lose that sensation when it comes to your rod. You know, it's your it's your eyeballs watching rod tips. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's a it's a great feeling. Time really flew by. What? Time really flew by. I know it. We had a good time. Well, you spent like 25 minutes eating that hot dog. <laughs> I've never seen somebody take it like a squirrel eats a nut. It was a bratwurst. <laughs> the bratwurst. And you, why'd you eat it from the side first? <laughs> you know how you like you grab a laces of a football? Well, imagine him biting it like God, you grab would, the laces of a football. I would just question somebody's sanity for sure. Dude, I did. It's wild. I feel like that'd be a great way to mess with a buddy's new girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> sit down. Oh, at get the, more than one person involved. Right. The, <laughs> sit down at a picnic table and all of the dudes eat them like, uh, like they're eating a sandwich. Uh, this is how we do this here, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> Those could be fishing shallow. I could be really wrong. I think I am, but I'm gonna go for it. That's super rocky. I'm not going for it anymore. On and on and on and on. Oh, did you see how Carl Swanson did in the MTT? He's in the MTT. He fished it. Really? Yeah, the one on Winnie. I didn't know he was. I thought he was fishing the aim. Oh, maybe it's with the Johnny aim. Mac. Yeah. When is that one? Next weekend. Next weekend. Okay. I just talked to Johnny Mac. Did they they were up there this weekend? No, he didn't fish it at all. <laughs> but the MTT was up there, and they had pretty good weigh-ins. So yesterday was pretty fishy. I'm excited to go up there this fall. It's gonna be good up there. It's gonna be really good. Lots of boat flippers. Yes. Do you, does your pa boat flip more or less than you? Um, the same. The same? The same. Like without, ooh. no, that's left. Um, yeah, I would say relatively the same amount, same size fish, right? Which is all of them, <laughs> unless it's really, really big. But no, you can get away with it. It's all about momentum. You got to get the momentum going in the right direction. And I. I don't remember ever. I still can't remember ever losing one because I boat flipped it. No, he boat flips more now. I, I don't boat flip hardly at all. Somebody's always there with the net. We've got three more minutes, Dan. Then we're going to get out of here. So we, you want to quit at 
Yes. It's unlucky to end on an, on an odd number. Well, a couple bites. Wasn't bad at all. We got out here like seven. We started fishing like seven thirty. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Is, I think that guy is still. He's still spotlocked on it. I thought I saw a bobber. Thought they were maybe bobber fishing. I have to pee so bad. Well, we'll we'll wrap up the podcast. Okay. We'll just mix this into. Into the other one. I don't, I don't know. I don't think we did a real great job with content on this one. It's See like, what happens. The other one was way worse than this. The Inguidona one. Maybe not. Well, we haven't done a week in preview. We haven't done a... You said you were going to do that. We did a week in... Oh, no, I mean for this one. Oh, well, let's just do a week in preview real quick. Let's take a break first because we got to do another ad anyway. Okay. Let's just go to the church camp real quick. Walleye Talk is brought to you in part by the One Stop in Longville. FXR is making its way into the fishing industry, and the One Stop is an FXR dealer. Stop in, check out some of their apparel, not just for snowmobiles anymore. Some great stuff for being on the boat. There's some real good shit in here. Oh, what? I recorded that S word. Oh, no. Sinner. Oh, there's oh. a beautiful grass shiner. Hopefully people will cut us a little break. The only S words fishermen should hear is Shiner. <laughs> you piece of Shiner. <laughs> oh no. We're still in like 16. But it's going to come up quickly. So week in preview, Wilbur, what would you be doing after you're done? You know, by I'd say by next Wednesday you'll have those rods untangled. Uh, my week is going to be consistent of uh, undoing my rods. <laughs> no, I, I, if I was a fisherman in the Longville area this week, uh, and let's say I wanted to catch some walleyes, I'd have two things with me for sure, and that would be night crawlers and some sort of a big minnow. That's what I would be doing. And I'd be rigging, um, or I'd be fishing crappies. How about you, Dan? Um, I think I'll continue to pull spinners some. And like Woman Lake is not, I haven't been fishing big minnows out there. And maybe maybe that's a mistake, but uh, I've been catching them on spinners and jig wraps and occasionally Lindy Rig and a Nightcrawler. So what's the situation where you're going to be pulling a Lindy Rig and a Nightcrawler? Um, maybe just like checking down the list a little bit, you know, I've been through the other, the other options and it doesn't seem to be too perchy, finding some fish and some walleyes on their own. Out not in bait? Not in bait. Also, the, the other thing you, to consider is like right now, you would, a spot that an hour ago would have been perch crazy would still have some perch action but not as much you know so like yep. it, your evening bites can uh you can get away with some of that stuff when 
when you couldn't when the when the sun was out. Now, how much does that vary, like on your morning trips? So, like for me, I fish a lot of this time of night. Um, so, is that the, relatively the same when you first get out there in the morning? No, I think the perch are bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. They're gonna bug you right from the beginning <laughs> of a morning okay. trip. You have a bite? I don't know. I think it was just the weeds. So we switched up. We're now we went from rigging big minnows to now we're pitching some weeds right here at dark. See if we can't pick up a last-minute crappie, walleye, panfish combo, something or other. I do think that while it's called walleye talk, the fast and furious crappie action from Lake Inguadona made for a good episode. Yeah, that was fun. Whereas when we're walleye fishing, you're getting not as many bites and you're having to concentrate a lot more, you know? Yep. Whereas we can pretty much do this on autopilot and still catch sure. much fish. So, since it's been a couple minutes since our last bite, should we wrap up the podcast? I think so. This is Walleye Talk. I'm Dan. I'm Will. Thank you. Thank you. No, they they didn't hear it. You got to say it. Thank you.